Luis arrives, comes through again, and the Twins give it back a half inning later. So much more to talk about in a brutal, brutal loss to the Guardians on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 21st. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Wow. This game, I think it was the game of the year for the Twins. Uh, it was back and forth. Maybe the game of the year since that Gary Sanchez near home run on opening day to walk things off. That was pretty good, too. Byron Buxton getting around on the Andres Munoz uh, fastball. I think that was the same game. Might might not have been the same game. But it was a good series in the opening series in Minnesota against the Mariners. This was a very good game. I mean, it was a fun game to watch. It was entertaining. It was back and forth. And still, I sit here tonight, and I'm crushed by that loss. Like, that's a crushing loss for the Twins. And anytime you lose a game like that in extras, you you tax your bullpen, and they did too, but like you tax your bullpen and you give up the lead, the sole possession of first place in the division. And now it's it's a tie for first. And the White Sox win tonight. They beat the Blue Jays in extras, and they've won the first two games of that series. They'll go for the sweep on Wednesday. So the Sox are three and a half back now. And you're tied with the Guardians. <laughs> it's what I predicted. I mean, it's one day, and it's not it's not going to make or break, you know, the race, the season. It's June 21st, but like I think, I think this is very predictable where it's heading. And there's a lot to get to in this game, like mistakes the Twins made, amazing things that happened in this game, and, and things we can draw for the future. But just from a bird's eye view, this is this is turning into a three-horse race. Like it's going to be a three-horse race in the American League Central. And yeah, there's a really good chance that the other two teams don't make the playoffs, which I think sets up for an incredibly fun, you know, lead up to the all-star break in second half. But I also think it's going to be extremely stressful and it's going to be high intensity. And you saw that tonight. And if tonight was any preview of what's to come not only between the Twins and Guardians, but between the Guardians and White Sox, between the Twins and the White Sox, this is going to be an incredible summer. Like, it is going to be an exceptional summer. And still, the pessimist in me, knowing that this Twins team was not expected to be the, the central champs. Like, they're not, they're not supposed to win this division this year. And that doesn't mean they can't, but they're not supposed to. It's supposed to be the White Sox division. And the pessimist in me sees that the White Sox are now back to 500 at 33 and 33, playing much better baseball offensively, especially, and pulling it together. And they got Lance Lynn back that now they go, you know, they're back to 500. Now they go, you see the Red Sox get back to 500 and they went. Now I think they're six or seven games above 500. They're rolling. And that's why the other team in the central probably won't make the playoffs because the Red Sox are rolling. The Rays will probably be in the Blue Jays, the Yankees will be four from the East and the central will be screwed out. They'll only get their division winner. So the pessimist in me is, is fearful of what's to come, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to watch this and excited to see what happens because 
I do think it's true that if the Twins are a legitimately good team, if the Twins are a team that can compete in October, a team that can make the playoffs, they'll they'll win. Like they'll go out there and do it. If they're a deep enough team to win, if they're a good enough team to win, they will win. And there's peace in that for me. And that doesn't mean I'll be I'll be happy if it doesn't end up that they they do it. And it's so it's still very early. We have so much more baseball to play. You got July, you got August, September. So much more baseball to play. Three and a half months left of this season. But I'm sitting here on June 21st, like reading the tea leaves and reading between the lines and understanding that this thing's getting really tight in the central. And the Guardians are certainly better than I thought they would be. I mean, tip your cap to the Guardians. They got a lineup that just did they dink and dunk, but they get on base, they make contact, they put the ball in play. You know, they drive in runs, they get big hits. This is what they've done now. This is why they're tied with the Twins. Like all the good things we've seen out of the Twins this year, which, you know, especially in like May, the good things we saw are because they did the same thing, right? They were driving in runs. They pitched very well. Their bullpen was good. They found ways to win. They, they got lucky on some bad bit block. And that's exactly what the Guardians are doing right now. That's exactly what the Guardians did tonight. Luis Arise hits a heroic three-run home run in the bottom of the seventh. And they can't win. They go up by two runs and the Twins can't win. And a good team <clears throat> is going to win that game. You know, a good team is going to find a way to get six outs. And Emilio Pagan threw another hanging slider. And he threw the same pitch to Daz Cameron in Detroit that turned into a crippling home run. And tonight it turned into a crippling home run. This loss is not on Emilio Pagan because the Twins should have won this game in the 10th inning. They had an opportunity. It was the bottom of the 10th. They were tied. They had the runner on second to start. Class A wasn't even in the game. And I'm not saying, you know, the Cleveland bullpen outside of Class A is bad. It's actually very good. But the top of your lineup with Buxton and Correa coming up, and you can't win that game, you can't drive in that runner. I mean, that's that's where it was lost for me. And those two things, those are the, those are the two plays, right? I think the Correa strikeout, and Buxton walked, the Correa strikeout, the Kepler strikeout, and then Gary can't come through either. And then the Pagan slider to Framio Reyes, which you've beaten him on fastballs all night long. And then you hang a slider. It was just so predictable. You could, you saw that coming. Like you just saw it unfolding before your eyes. It was it was so obvious that that was going to happen. It was a frustrating loss. I want to talk more about it and look ahead because the Twins can still win this series. After this word from Rock Auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? <clears throat> and wait, excuse me, while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts <clears throat> from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. This was an interesting game because it felt like the Twins early on, their plan against Aaron Savali was really confusing to me. I was like, they're watching fastballs right down the middle, just watching them, watching hanging breaking balls fall right in, hittable pitches. And then they were swinging at pitches they weren't going to hit hard. And it 
you know, Aaron Savali was very good right out of the gate for Cleveland. And Joe Ryan, it feels like it was two years ago. <laughs> Joe Ryan pitched and Savali pitched was not good out of the gate. And I said, I tweeted, that was the worst command I've seen from Joe Ryan. That's the worst command I've ever seen from Joe Ryan. Like in, in his 15 major league starts, that's the worst command he's ever had. Yet, he went six innings. He gave up three runs. It was a quality start. He threw 100-something pitches. And he got out of it and gave the Twins a chance to win, right? And I think that's a testament to Ryan and the ride on that fastball and how it just plays. I mean, it just plays. But also, I think in that scenario, the Twins never took control of this game. Like, it never felt like they had a handle on this game. When Luis Arise hit the home run, that was the one point where it was like, okay, six outs, let's get out of here. That's a great win. Finally felt like they had a little bit of a grasp, but then you give up a base runner and Framio Reyes hits a homer and you lose control immediately the next half inning. They never had control of this game. This was Cleveland's game from the beginning. So the Twins had a chance to steal it in my mind because this was Cleveland's game until the bottom of the seventh. I mean, Alex Kirloff had a great two-run double to pull within 3-2. I felt like Cleveland was in control with, with Savali, with their bullpen. It didn't feel like the Twins were going to score. And then Luis Arise does what Luis Arise does. He's amazing and hits a three-run homer to the you know limestone off – Eli Morgan, who's been absolutely terrific this year for Cleveland. So I didn't expect that. And when it happened, it's like, oh my goodness, this is going to be a stolen game for the Twins. And they give it right back. And that's that's frustrating. And those are the types of games that really good teams definitely win. And good teams will win those games. And the Twins didn't. Like, you can't give away these games. And they took some games early on. So they... They have a little bit, I don't know, I don't have like the numbers, like they took this many games and it's pretty subjective, but this game was there for the taking, even though it felt like Cleveland had control of it for much of it. It still was right there for the Twins to take multiple times, multiple times. You don't make that pitch to Framio Reyes, who knows what happens next? What happens if you throw a fastball up to Framio Reyes? It's easy to get in the what if game. He made a decision. Ryan Jeffers made the call and he hung a slider. It was a bad pitch. Uh, on a full count and Framio Reyes hit it to dead center. He's got legitimate power. And he, although he strikes out in like 40% of his plate appearances, he's still scary. Like he can still do that. And that's what he did tonight. And you could see it coming and it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Also, that was a great game. <laughs> I mean, I was in Miranda hit a ball to the track, almost got out for a walk-off two run homer, just got jammed by Emmanuel Classe. Maybe we learned tonight that these two teams are very similar. Um, I think that this Cleveland lineup still lacks. They lack power. They lack they they lack in their lineup. And I think the Twins have a better lineup. But it might not be that that crazy. And it's definitely not that crazy when Max Kepler out of the four spot is not hitting. When Gio Urshela is terrible at the plate, as he was tonight. When Gary Sanchez is terrible. Ryan Jeffers had a nice game at the plate. When all those guys aren't hitting, when Hilberto Celestino's not hitting, the bottom of the lineup not hitting. Now you only have Arise, Correa, and Buxton. What did Correa and Buxton do tonight? Exactly. Correa doubled. He didn't, he didn't score. What did those two do You know, for you tonight? Not much. And you rely on those two. And Luis Arise just keeps getting it done. But at a certain point, you got to look to Buxton and Correa in a big spot and say, we need you. Like You're our guys. And Correa struck out on a nasty, nasty, nasty changeup. And you, know, you tip your cap to the pitcher on that pitch. But he, he got a fastball right down the middle at 97 and hit the top of it straight into the ground. They were getting pitches to hit tonight. Fastballs to hit in the zone. Breaking balls that were hung. And they just weren't hitting them. And they had chances to win this game. They still scored five runs. 
it's just one of those games. And it's it's a frustrating one, especially because now Cleveland pulls within, you know, first place with you. Not even within. I was going to say within a game. They're in first place with you. You're tied up in first place. So it, it's frustrating. Let's look ahead. Again, let's look ahead. The Twins, I like their pitching matchup. Wednesday should be another fun one. And then Thursday, we'll look ahead to these two games. After this word from Built Bar, you know how our friends at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors? Well, this time Built has truly outdone themselves with their new mud pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new mud pie flavor in both mud pie bar and mud pie puff. Not sure what mud pie tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you'd better sit down for this. The new mud pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You are going to love the new mud pie built bar and the built puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just to grab a quick bite, built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. They just do. Chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to built.com to order your box of mud pie bars and puffs now. You won't regret it. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Sunny Gray. Sunny Gray, Wednesday. This is why you traded for Sunny Gray. Right here. And I've said it more than once this year. This is why you traded for Sunny Gray. For this game, it's a tough loss. You give the ball to Sunny. And you let him go to work and you let him give you a chance to win. And you take that chance to win against Tristan McKenzie, who's been very good this year. This Cleveland pitching staff is very, very good. It's been very good for how many years we've known that you give the ball to Sonny and you let him work. That's why you traded for him for days. Like Wednesday is exactly why you traded chase Petty for Sonny gray. And I, you know, I'm, I'm still hopeful about this series. That would have been, that would have been a huge win for the twins. If they just would have closed that game out or they would have won it in the 10th, the, just the, the vibes, like the, the momentum, you stopped Cleveland, you stopped them. They were so hot. You beat them. You got into their bullpen and you found a way to win and you beat them in game one. And now all you got to do is split the next two and you win the series and you have a chance to sweep. If you can get on McKenzie Wednesday, instead you, you use your under on, he'll be unavailable Wednesday. Griffin Jacks will be unavailable on Wednesday. They're going to have to use their B bullpen. So now this is a Sunny Gray game, and now there's really a lot of pressure on Sunny. When if they would have won that game, it's okay if you're using Joe Smith and and Caleb Thielbar, and you're going to your B bullpen, and, and there's less pressure on Sunny because you won Game One of this series. They couldn't get the big hit. They couldn't make the big pitch. They couldn't do it tonight. They didn't do it, and Cleveland got the big hit. Cleveland made the big pitches, and that's the difference in this game. Overall, if you take away the key plays, you know, Josh Naylor's home run, Luis Arise's home run, if you if you take away the big spots and you just look at those plays, like they were even up tonight pretty much. You know, Kirloff has a big two-run double. Bromiel hits a two-run double. You take away everything else and you, you look at this game and they played each other evenly. But then you look at, in key spots, who won in key spots? Griffin Jacks, Andres Jimenez, he blooped a single to center. He beat you. He beat you in that spot. Framio Reyes, full count, two down. He beat you in that spot. He beat you. you. You couldn't make the pitch, and he got you. In the big spots tonight, Carlos Correa strikes out swinging. Gary Sanchez strikes out swinging. Max Kepler strikes out swinging. They beat you. The Twins got beat tonight, and... You know, it's 
it's a tough loss. I, I know Twins fans are feeling this one, especially when you look at the standings, and it's like it's almost like it's falling through. Like you're you can't catch up. Like you're you're getting caught up to, and it's falling through your fingertips, and it's like, oh no, like we need to stop, like slow this down, slow this down. The only way you can slow it down is if you win. And this month has not been a good month overall for the twins. It really hasn't been a good month. I mean, they did, went to Detroit, they lost four out of five. They just lost two out of three to Arizona. This is a tough loss. It hasn't been a good June for the Twins. And that's ultimately the bigger picture here is they they haven't had a good month. If they would have not lost four out of five in Detroit, if they would have not had those two terrible innings in Arizona, they're still in first place. And, and they can take this loss and they can flush it. And they still will. They'll flush this loss. But you can flush it knowing you're still alone in first place. They're no longer alone in first place. You lose Wednesday, you're in second. And if the White Sox win, they're two and a half back, right? If you lose and the White Sox win, they're two and a half back of you all of a sudden. And you are sniffing third place. That's the beauty. You live by the sword, die by the sword in a three-horse race. That's the beauty and that's the terror is as soon as you start losing and losing to each other and other team, you know, the other team wins, you fall back and you can easily be in third place. There's not, I mean, I don't know if there's a lot more to say about this game. It just sucked. I mean, that, that the end of it just sucked. The, the twins lost, they didn't make the plays, and now it's a, it's a tie in first place in the American League Central. And this looks like the best division race in baseball this year. You know, the two centrals, the Brewers and the Cardinals, but there's no, there's no division like this right now. This is, this is the best race, I think. And in the NL West, the Padres and the Dodgers and the Giants will be duking it out. That'll be a good one, too. But I, I think the Central with, Three teams that one has underperformed mightily, one is over, two have overperformed, and the Twins and the Guardians. And now they're kind of coming even, and the horses are catching up to each other, and they're all three in line. It's like, here we go. Let's go for the next 85 or 90 games and, and see who comes out on top. Tonight it was Cleveland. One live NBA draft show is not enough for lockdown. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA draft night. So if you have a fan, if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their lockdown YouTube channel so you get notified. When they go live on NBA Draft Night, thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. We'll be back after the game Wednesday. Hopefully, the Twins get a win, set themselves up for a series win Thursday. If not, I'll still be here, and I can't wait. Like, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you think about the Twins, about this game, and about this podcast. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.